0: What's good, Internet? Welcome to Session 76 of Super GG Radio. Where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent, I am your host and comic book sorting master, Alex Arona. That's seriously all my time now is just sorting comic books. Also this is the second take, keep behind the curtain. With me as always is your tragic hero, Joel DeWitt. Joel, you know how much I've spent on bags and boards in the last three weeks? Where are they, Alex? Where's Rachel? (laughs) I'm not wearing hockey pants. That's my favorite. Uh, also, Getty, you wrote $150. The answer is closer to $250. But, uh, Joel, I love that impression. Also, it sounds like Kelly likes that impression as well. Yeah, yeah. I was just telling her, do you see what they make me do? <laughs> <laughs> this is all on you guys. <laughs> With us as well is supreme villain Eric Getty Gettinger. You're really only the villain because you write all this stuff. You were both adopted into the
1: darkness. I was born there.
0: Okay. Enough of this. It was I'm bad, right? i
2: was this week. <laughs> it was like, it was like Hillbilly Bane. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do>. <laughs> That's what I strive to be. The worst Bane possible. Like in hell here. But seriously, we go to hell in Early Adopters, meet up with old friends in the news, and see what kind of trouble we can get into for the Backlog Lock. But first, Early Adopters. Where you play alphas, betas, and that uh, that review code Joel got, and now he has to play it. Yep, I'm looking at you, Joel. Yep. Okay. Good. That's kind of that's kind of how the early adopters work. I come up with a bunch of betas, and like uh, games that we got pre-release, and then I send them out, and then you will tell me, "Oh, I got that one already," because I'm reviewing it for a Nintendo World Report. Perfect. I'll actually play this one, because he feels obligated. <laughs> <And> yep. Yuppie- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Otherwise, he'd just be
0: like, I'm not going to play that. (laughs) Nope, I don't have to play these other ones. Screw you. (laughs) Well, first, we're going to talk about the one you didn't play. One Shell Straight to Hell. Well, I mean, it's Padres One Shell Straight to Hell. Getty, I apologize for this one. Yeah, you better. Okay, so it is a... what the hell? It is a twin-stick shooter where you are a... You are an... (sighs) An action are, hero priest. You're a padre, dropping the hot lines throughout the entire game. Some of Twi-
1: the worst.
0: These are like cheesy,
1: terrible. He's stealing lines from at, other okay, games. Let's just get Here, into it. At what point get he on says?
0: To you. Here, hold on. I'm no, I'm I'm commandeering this, Alex. Okay, I have one. I got I got the one that matters. At it's, one point he says. Ahead. At one point he says smoking yeah
1: like what
0: what are we doing
1: my uh, huge gripe with it is that the yeah Yeah. like the mask like the mask this wow (laughs) the guy who recorded it and uh, granted you know we play a lot of games here but the guy that recorded it sounds like he recorded it in his bathroom and 10 feet away from the microphone
0: he's real echoey but he's yeah he's committing to the bit though he is gravelly he is Mm -hmm. but the other voice actors they well the one
1: other voice actor that we got to hear she did a good job all right this guy i don't know where he recorded but it just doesn't sound like it's completely different from uh, there's no consistency is he inside my house somewhere he might be and (laughs) if he is be careful because this padre he he knows how to take down some some monsters
0: he, 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 yeah. some of the other, some of the other clips were, uh, you go to hell. And, um, I think there's some other, there was, there was a lot of good ones. He just one point, recycles action hero lines. It's a lot. And at one point the the lady next to him that like he's helping get rid of demons in his house kind of just says, well, I hope you got a, no, I hope you got a whole lot of ammo Padre. Except she
1: doesn't sound like a guy with a deep voice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's one part where she's like, oh, uh, we have to go through the ballroom, and he's like, let's dance.
2: (laughs)
0: There you go. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, Let's dance. So it's a twin stick shooter, top down, you get different types of weapons and guns, and you are fighting... I, I want furniture that is obsessed, that it's not obsessed, uh, uh, possessed by possessed, demons? Possessed,
1: yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of different things that you will encounter. Uh, you do fight a hellhound at the end of the mm-hmm. first stage, but yeah. most of the items are possessed. Some of them are like bugs. You know, they kind of reminded me of a mix between the monsters that you encounter in Prey and mm-hmm. a little half Lifey half life
0: 2. Okay. Yeah, they're so they're skittery, the, crawling, almost insect-like.
1: Yeah, and they have the they have a good variety of different attacks that they'll do, like the chairs. They'll fly across the room at you. Uh, sometimes they'll have teeth and they'll try and eat you. The bugs, some of them explode, and they have acid traps. Uh, so you have to be careful about how you approach each room.
0: The problem I had with the game was the uh, I, uh there's a number of things but really you know again it's a it's in early access so that's fair but it was dark like dark in the way that I found I was having problems visually discerning enemies from nothingness
1: well the way that it you just, would have to go from room to room it's kind of small I think I would say it's small because it does... yeah
0: it's a little claustrophobic
1: yeah. Definitely can agree with that assessment. And uh, I don't know what the game is hoping to achieve. After you make it through the first level, so you have to go through room by room, you know, you find the key to unlock this door. Uh, You do get different weapons, but once you get past that boss, then Mm -hmm. it started doing like a horde mode waves of enemies. Mm -hmm. And after you clear the waves of enemies, it's like, hey, it's time to go deeper into the house, into this almost tower structure. And I was a little confused what what all the game is... Because it seems like you're going to have to go back outside to fight off the hordes again. But it gave us a timer. I don't know if you, you played through that, Alex.
0: I got to the boss, lost... I died. And then there wasn't... The, the respawn was just start the level over.
1: At the beginning of the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, after that, it just kind of opens up into... The game is confused. <laughs> and I'm confused by its confusion. I don't know what it wants to be. You okay. can build traps. I... You can build traps? <laughs> you can build traps once you get to that second uh, area when you're trying uh-huh. to defend the house. You can build bear traps.
0: Almost I didn't use like any
1: bear traps. I don't even know like how to deploy them. It wants
0: to be them, like almost but... like a tower defense?
1: It wants to be a dungeon-delving... Uh, loot shooter with six other things going on. I, d- I don't know what to tell you.
2: You guys have been talking for like five minutes, and I feel like I know less than I knew when we started.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but this game was smokin'. So, twin, <sighs> twin stick shooter. <laughs> uh, and uh, this being early access, I feel like they have time to really kind of hone in on what their what the goal is. Pick. But some of the yeah. things I would say was brighten up the areas. You can brighten up areas and still have it be dark. But I still need to be able to see enemies. Along with that, kind of figure out the path of how you want your game to be, what genre to a certain extent. Going kind of everywhere can feel a little unfocused. And uh, some of the yeah. audio could be a little bit fine-tuned because I could tell you right now, he has a melee. I, yeah, I couldn't hear it. It was a mute melee, and I couldn't tell if it was hitting or doing anything. So there's some some things to kind of give what we think one shell straight to hell could be. It could be a very competent twin-stick shooter, Diablo dungeon-esque kind of game. But we need a little bit more direction with it. And there needs to be a little bit more just fine-tuning of what, what the game wants to be. Is that For you sure. think that would be... I think there's a good base there. Yeah.
1: Okay. But it needs to pick a direction, like you said. There's definite elements that need to be not not 100% fixed, but fine-tuned. And then mm-hmm. I think there'll be a pretty good finished product. I just don't know which direction they want to go at this point. Being that this was uh, an alpha, it's a lot to take in.
0: It does go... Pretty, pretty heavy on on trying to do something specific especially with the action hero quips yeah which you know that that's not an that's not a, a bad idea to have a, a shotgun priest you know having cool action hero quips that was what preacher the comic book and TV series yeah
1: it seemed yeah. like it was so kind of like a nod to preacher
0: yeah so um, it could be just, done it
2: just again You would just sort of hope they would at least go for, like, the... Are you done wrestling with the dog? (laughs) Hi, Nick. (laughs) Thank you. That's wonderful. Um, You would at least hope they would go for, like, uh, some sort of...
1: Never mind. Let's move on. (laughs) Yeah. That's a fair assessment. Yeah.
0: You can edit all that out. It's fine.
1: Leave it in. So that was, you know what? Take it easy on the editing this week, Joel. Just, just let it all hang good. out this week. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, God. Well, that was Padres One Shell Straight to Hell. There's, you know, a lot... There's, there's a good base there. We could see it expanding further. I actually got this confused with this other game that I'm... That I that we're going to talk about in another episode uh, called Tesla Force. Uh, very similar. Uh, both are fun times. Hashtag fun times.
1: Getty, hashtag Joel,
0: you, you guys played hashtag funtime hashtag funtime so further
2: further proving my point the last week or two saying that we've run out of good names for games
0: yeah I mean I, I, see I mean
2: that. I mean like it, it is you know hashtag funtime isn't a bad name in and of itself but for this I don't I don't get it <laughs>
1: like what you didn't but, have a fun time.
2: I I did, but I I swear they went to like a name generator and uh, you know just spit out the first thing and went okay let's go with that like uh, you know we we have were, you not heard of Idarb? We we were we were about like two clicks away from hashtag Throwback Thursday as being the name of this game. Would that
1: have been a better name for the game?
3: Mm,
1: I don't. No, I don't know. It stands know to if reason. I don't know if you worse,
2: though. No. Uh, so, Hashtag Funtime is a top-down uh, 2D shooter. You're a spaceship, and you are flying around sort of a grid. It's very, like, uh, for someone who hasn't really watched it, kind of Tron-like with, like, the the black backstape and sort of the white grid lines and the ship being the sort of just outline of a ship and not really anything intricate. And so far, it is just a series of different levels. So... Uh, some of them are like survival kill rooms where you are having to just fly around the room and avoid enemy like cubes and moving objects and shoot them. Uh, other ones are things like uh, mazes or obstacle courses you have to get around. Uh, and they'll have like different spikes and laser grids that can hurt you and stuff and you have to time like a dash that they've got. Uh, That allows you to be invulnerable. For a short burst. And there's also like. uh, Different challenges. And and there's even almost like. Boss battles and stuff right. So there's one level. I've hit so far. That it is a a boss battle. Where it's like this spherical thing. And around the center. uh, Around the outside of it. Are these different uh, spheres. That are multicolored shaped. And you had to sort of fly around it, and, and shoot at it while dodging things, kind of like uh, you would in any other bullet-held game. But the uh, the big thing is just that there is a color palette-changing mechanic, too.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, like, you can change the color of your ship to either like red, blue, green, or yellow, yellow a la Simon. And it will also start creating a color pattern as you are moving across on the grid below you.
0: That sounds almost similar to one of one other game we had that Getty played. Do you remember what that uh, Triger is? Triger. Trigger. Like Trigger? Trigger. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> what, what, like, where are you playing hashtag #funtime? On Switch. On Switch. Yep. Right. And with the colors and everything going on. Do you feel it stands to kind of fit in that pantheon of games like, uh, I'm trying to think, of I any mean, kind of those kind of top-down
2: shooters? I, you know, it kind of reminds me of, and, and I can't remember the name of it now, but there was something like this on PlayStation 3, except it wasn't a flat space. It was a, it was like a sphere, like a globe, and you were mm-hmm. flying around that and shooting at objects. I, I The name escapes me R- for it, though.
0: PS4... Oh, it was PS3,
2: actually, the one I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Um, oh, jeez. I, I really, I really can't place it, but like it, it is. I was thinking it of Rezo is Gun. very. Yeah, Res Resident is akin to that, similar, except that's more like 2D side scrolling instead of top down. But mm-hmm. it it has a quick, speedy feel to it. So like that that's one really good thing about it is it's really physically satisfying to zip around the level and try to dodge, and and you feel that sense of agency that you you know, you know don't always feel if it's not balanced well. And also, the sound design is spectacular. So, like, uh, I, I guess I would classify the music as just sort of electronica, yeah. for a lack of a better descriptor. And it does the sort of thing where, like, if you get hit by an enemy thing, uh, it'll blur the screen for half a second, the music will sort of, like, come down to a crawl for a, a split second, and then it'll... Uh, and back up, back to the normal tempo and beat again, and then it'll be like back to normal. So it, it has that nice reverb and impact feel as you're
1: getting hit and stuff, too. Yeah, I had a similar experience. Uh, but I'm the difference is that I've been playing on PC. So, uh, like Joel said, there's a good diversity of levels. You get a, a couple that are like Race to the Finish, uh, my favorite so far, is that after you finish that boss fight, Joel? I want to say it's the next one or the one following that, where it's an open stage and you don't have the grid anymore. So really, yeah. in In the grid setting, so some of the levels will have this grid and the color change mechanic. It will change not only the color of your ship, but it also change the tiles that you fly through and any enemy mm-hmm. that corresponds with the color of that tile, they'll explode. So you can actually be flying around, shooting at everything and switching colors to try and, you know, kite people into your trail. And right. you do get more points from doing so. So oh. there's a, there's a very big point mechanic system here where you can earn stars for complete, you know, completionist. Uh, yeah. It's a three star system per level there. And, it is
2: it is all cumulative as you're dropping enemies they uh, drop little like green cubes and it is adding a multiplier to your score but it's just .1 out of a multiplier. So like, the way you get the best score is not getting hit at all because that kills your multiplier and continuing to cumul- cumulatively add those up as they drop on the ground mm. so you get uh, as much of a Hi, Nick. <laughs> as much of his a multiplier as possible, <laughs> and uh, it, it is really it, it is a satisfying game. Uh, I, I do wonder, like you have to be of the mind of wanting to chase those high stores to get good time out of it, just because there's what, Daddy? Maybe like fifty levels total, at least fifty, 50 or yeah. sixty. So you know, it is going to be something where it. If you aren't the kind of person that wants to chase the high score, uh, you probably aren't going to get the longevity out of this that you might want otherwise. But it is a very well put together package.
0: Okay. Okay. That was uh, hashtag fun time. Hashtag hashtag fun time. Uh, I am very curious about this. Uh, So I think that I might uh, take a look at it. Do you guys know how much it is on Switch by any chance? I do not. I don't. Hmm. I got I it as uh, it a
1: code from you for
0: Steam, so. Well, of course, but uh, yeah. Well, I again. That's Hashtag like, Dodd
2: smacking his lips on my lap as we
0: record. <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe I should buy this. Oh, okay, well, it's time. Oh, it's fifteen dollars. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, that's
2: not a bad price for this. I, I think that's worth the pickup.
0: Okay, so next, let's move on to Fall Guys. This is what was punted for this week so we all could play it so we could all play it we could all play it getty Getty.
2: (laughs) if only there was a sound to the glare getty davy right now
1: (laughs) i'm glad you guys had fun i didn't realize that there was a time limit i didn't realize there was a time limit alex on how long you had to to play this game before Everybody else talked about it so that our six <laughs> listeners could know
0: that you played Fall Guys. Christ, Getty, it's in the zeitgeist. It's in the zeitgeist. It's I is hot I can't right believe now. that your
1: pants are so constricted by the boner that you have to play <laughs> Fall Guys. For Christ's <laughs> sake, Alex, tell me yeah. about Fall Guys. You're so mad right now. <laughs> Just tell me. Tell me what I missed because I'm really.
0: I am sorry, I do apologize. <laughs> it's okay. You missed a sixth stream. It was a good time. We had the partners in there. We did. Yeah.
2: You know this. This is a weird one because it's like it works almost perfectly as a party game like that. But also, isn't it online matchmaking only with friends? I don't think you can like group up with people on the same screen. So you almost have to rely on like. A webcam setup with friends, if you want to try to have the same experience we did with it. Uh, yes. So, so Fall Guys is, you know, Alec, Alex was right that like, wipe out the the old game TV game show obstacle course thing is kind of the most uh, direct one to one comparison. But it is these little uh, jelly bean like characters that looked like they were uh, simplified versions of Dane Beast characters Gang going beast. through. Multicolored obstacle courses where it is like uh, balancing at beams you have to walk across uh, seesaw type uh, platforms you're having to lean over in a dense to try to move the, the weight balance of it to be able to cross the bridge of it. Oh uh, well, they got the they got
0: the good one that was um, if you remember it was Legends of the Hidden Temple where they had a bunch of doors but some of them would just be straight walls so you just yes. had to kind of slam into the door and hopefully it would be paper or it would be just a straight wall so you would just run into a yeah. wall
2: yeah so there, there's all sorts of different mini game levels here and it is like what is it three or four rounds and what mm-hmm. it is each one is a process of elimination where it starts with what 60 people in a match
0: yes sure <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah I think it was 60 people in a match and, and you end up uh, yeah, the first round It's only a certain portion of the people get to make it to the next round, and so on, and so on, and so on, until you get to the final round, which is like a final obstacle course, where at the end of the course is a crown, where the winner gets dubbed. Uh, And it's a variety of mini-games. Some of them are those sort of obstacle course types. There's one that is more like you're standing on a platform, and then they're bringing forward walls of different shapes and sizes that you have to get around and get around obstacles of. There are ones that are team battles, so it'll be like pushing a ball across an obstacle course against two other teams, or grabbing eggs from the middle of the course and then having to toss them into your basket and then keep other teams from stealing your eggs. And it, it is just that sort of like uh, squishy manic fun from those kind of wanty physics kind of uh, platforming games. It
0: sounds like there's a lot. There, There is and there isn't. That's kind of the thing, is that there is a lot of repeats, but I think the way it works is that they will have four courses for round one and then, like, six courses for round two. So they do expand. I did find new ones. We played for about two hours, and I found... That I then played another hour with uh, a separate group of friends afterwards, and I f- was still finding kind of new ones, but also doing a lot of repeats. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because of seeing the repeats, that's kind of where I fall off, is that I think I think that there might be like a short-term level of fun, but I also don't... I, I question how long I'm going to play this. You know what I mean? I, well, I agree with that. I think that, again,
2: the best environment is the way we had it structured, where it is just a social space that you're using It is a shared activity while you hang out and chat. And uh, without that, it, it, it does lose something. Cause I, I played a few rounds on PlayStation four uh, before we started tonight and it's still fun, but like, yeah, the, it, it is, it is like fusion frenzy, like to the, it, it's a set of basically mini games and obstacles that are fleeting.
0: Yes. So, at a, at a party setting, I would I would definitely have a bunch of people over, people who don't necessarily play video games. I, w- I would put this in their hand and say, okay, just go. Just go. It's it's pretty self-explanatory for the most part. You can kind of figure it out, and everyone would have a blast. But mm, I just, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I do, I won't, I'm, I'm not going to be a Fall Guys, like, I'm not going to play three season passes worth of Fall Guys.
1: I mean, <laughs> Alex, I've been to those parties, and it's everybody you just sit us down you're like play this and i'm like i don't wanna and then you (laughs) kick me until i play it so yeah if if you have like a room of people i'm sure that it's a a lot more fun or if you're somehow able to communicate with the people and you know who you're kicking down or knocking off the edge it's it's probably more enjoyable than just some rando that is online what like stud muffin 63 or he's probably Studmaven seventy because 69's already taken, right? No joke. <laughs> I ran across a dude with the name Drebin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Drebbin. <laughs> no, it's
2: Har- Harwood was not amused.
0: <laughs> they are. It's not. It's only online. But I mean, again, just passing the controller between rounds was a lot of fun. And we did a stream uh, at Twitch.tv/superggradio. And we had all of the the partners. We had Hartwig and uh, Sam, Joel and Kelly, uh, Beth and I. And we just kept tossing each the controller between each round and letting like the next person go, the next person go. And we were all grouped up. You can group up with people online, but then it, it all that does is makes it so that you're in the same game. And if there's a team ra- like game, because sometimes there are team games where you're like you know a group of you know, 10, 10 and ten pushing a ball down a hill. Who can do it fastest? In that case, you are going to be on the same team as your friends. Fun. So, it's a lot. There's a lot going on. They have cosmetics, costumes, silly stuff. For getting it on PC, uh, you get Gordon Freeman uh, with a little. Uh, what is? What are those things called? I have not played those games. Head crabs head crabs with a little head I don't, crab on. I head. don't know
2: if that's the actual thing but
1: sorry that's what they you said like. you haven't played those games and yet you were bragging about getting black mesa
0: yes I have I've played an hour and a half which means I just sat there while they did dialogue at me while they did That'll dialogue <laughs> they're
1: explaining stuff to me and I don't like it just let me kill
0: stuff <laughs> no it's not even explaining anything it's like Gordon how you doing today we're doing pretty good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go in and make fun of Half Life more than I already say that Half Life: at The Beginning is boring. There, uh, so Fall Guys, I had a lot of fun. We all had a great time. I just think that that is where Fall Guys lives, is that that specific instance because uh, playing it solo while fun. I think I would play around and then just kind of be like, okay, what else am I doing? So was it worth it? Also considering that I... Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I also just don't know what, like... Yeah, again, the skill ceiling. You know what I mean? Am I going to be a Fall Guys? Again, I'm going to be completing that battle pass and really just, like, killing... Wouldn't you just like, say, I'm am gonna I going to be a Fall Guy? Yes. Duh. I hate you, Eddie. <laughs> and I hate you, Joel. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just don't know if, like, if I'm going to be the... I want to practice all of the mini games and I want to get... Uh, the, a victory and get the, the number one. No, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. do it. Become the best there is. I don't. I don't want to be the the very best. You could be the ninja of Fall Guy. Yeah, the one, no one ever was. Look, you Come can on. make
1: it. You can make it to Mixer and then back you, to Twitch.
2: You don't want them to sell like uh, replica blue stained beards at Target.
0: No. <laughs> you sure? The answer is no. The answer is no. Alright. money is
2: pretty lucrative, I don't know.
0: No, I'm, you know what? Ninja's a star, but I'm okay. Uh, speaking of stars, let's rock and roll out of here and into the news. we back. I heard you are super hot. Want to go to my pool?
1: No. Nope. Only if it's a kiddie pool. Pools are a lot of work. Kiddie pool. No, thank you.
0: But it's a kiddie pool.
1: Yeah, a little plastic one, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, it'll cool you off. It does the trick. Yeah, but if you put it on
2: your lawn and leave it too long, it tills the grass underneath it. Who has a lawn?
0: I'm not I mean, people who don't
2: man. live in Chicago. <laughs> yeah hey, alex
0: <laughs> so we have a lot of news this week so uh getty get ready get comfortable get your mug that you got that giant mug do you have it with you
1: do i have it with me is this a serious question you have it on you kind of? like physically on my purse i can show you that i have my mug to drink out Maybe of yes the the, the the one that's the size of your head that is the clearest of water. So refreshing. And I also have this delicious beer that we're not sponsored by, uh, but is like right around the corner from Alex's house. So I don't like them. It, is don't. that a Chicago
2: native uh, beer or is it uh, I mean,
1: it's a Rose
2: beer? Yeah.
0: Close. Alex That's said funny. that They're so not. derisively. <laughs> He's I, really I upset. I don't like them. I don't like them. It's okay. They have, they so, have some good gonna, beers. I, I refer. I refuse to have their name on this podcast. (laughs) I will say White Claw all day. I will not say that brewery's name on this podcast. All right. Okay. First piece of news, xCloud coming to Game Pass, which is kind of what we were talking about, that that would be a really, really big win. Except for second piece of news, iCloud streaming to iOS. Devices have stalled. No longer being developed. That is a bummer.
1: Oh, Sucks yep. to have a iOS that's phone, what I would use it on doesn't it? it? Well, that wow. yeah, that's
2: that's just it. Like, I I have a phone. I've got an iPad. Like, this and this is. It's easy to presume that it's probably uh, Apple's fault because of the way they have a closed garden on their device and it is just. Uh, sorry, I, I saw looks on faces, so I was like, "What what's happening?"
1: Oh no, I was just <laughs> holding up my Galaxy and admiring all oh, the X Cloud oh. I'll be able to do on it. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you're gonna use XCloud. All right. Yeah, it's
1: a
2: good thing I don't really give a shit about Xbox games, but uh, (laughs) I I mean, it kind of sucks though, 'cause like it's the same stuff that Steam ran into problems with with the uh, their streaming solution too. Like it, it got it got stalled because they had to like negotiate with Apple on it, and then the the Steam app couldn't have the option to purchase stuff through it, I think, too, because Apple wanted a cut of the the sales and if they let them have their shop within a shop, they weren't getting the cut that they wanted out of it. Shops on shops on
0: shops. Can can we stop for a second on this? I, I have something to say on this. I hear a lot of people, you guys, I mean, obviously I listen to a lot of different podcasts and one of the things I always hear was that this compared to the Steam shop problem in the app on the iOS store. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I just, maybe I have something old. Maybe I've had the app on my phone and it's just grandfathered in and nothing changed I could I actively buy stuff on Steam with my phone with the app is Is that a thing other people can't do I,
2: I wanted well I, I wanted to say that originally the idea for, for Steam's app was it was going to have the streaming option as well as the store stuff in the same device and that was the problem but if they broke it mm. out into like Here's the Steam streaming app, and then here's the Steam store app. That was acceptable to Apple. Uh, okay. You know, weird, 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 opaque rules that they set up uh, to try to maintain their uh, App Store ecosystem and make sure they're getting the right sort of cut of money from developers of the software stuff. It's. I mean, this isn't the first instance of this problem, kind of problem happening though. Like it is, it is not unique to. Uh, Microsoft on this but it just kind of blows because like this is the kind of stuff that keeps us from the kind of unified gaming platform that people want for a lot of stuff that I mean that's that's like the main draw of Xbox's strategy is like play this stuff anywhere and then asterisk unless you have one of the platforms that a lot of people have <laughs> so
3: yeah.
2: you know I mean from a practicality standpoint Am I going to use that too much if I have Game Pass? Probably not. But, you know, I'm sure I say that now and then four years from now when everything is in the cloud and I'm jumping from TV to try to jump to my phone and can't do it, I'm going to be pissed.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Next piece of news, Halo Infinite multiplayer is free to play. Is it? It's free to play. But at what price? Apparently. 399 your dignity that's unfair no,
1: okay. no it's not
0: <laughs> i have none left <laughs> what, i have none left. Yeah, well, do don't we, you do we have a problem with
2: halo multiplayer here
1: are you gonna play it
2: i, I don't i mean i've never played maybe it. maybe some <laughs> i'm, I'm I mean, not
3: maybe. saying like
2: i'm a i'm not saying i'm a stanford or anything i'm just saying that, like i'd probably play some what next
1: red it. versus blue
0: yeah what? exactly Gears? throw your hands up in the air <laughs> Gears of War Horde Mode?
1: No. Have you ever played Gears Horde Mode? I barely Have played you, Gears I, 1. Yeah. I used to play it back in the day with Stevers. We were not I, uh, good at it's it. It's okay. I, I prefer... Uh... Oh, God. I can't even think of the damn name anymore. The joke dang- You must really Move prefer on. it. It's, it's over? <laughs> All right. Next piece of news.
0: <laughs> I... I Halo Infinite multiplayer will be fine. It'll be cool. Um, next, uh, Avengers: The new game by Square Enix has Hawkeye DLC as well as PlayStation only Spider-Man DLC. People, are, people are real mad about this.
1: Wait, I thought it was Crystal Dynamic. It. And also isn't Square, Square just the? I think. And then it's Crystal. Yes. Who's yeah.
0: That's I know I because I logged in to get my code for the Avengers beta, and one of the things they accepted was a Square Enix login.
3: Yeah.
2: Now, are we talking uh, movie Spider-Man or PlayStation Four Spider-Man, comic book Spider-Man, or Sam Raimi Spider-Man? The
0: best one. I think. I think it has to be the PlayStation One, because they have, and because they have the not the PlayStation One one, but. The PlayStation 4 Spider-Man. <laughs> Not the PlayStation 2 one, either. I
2: I, I want that chunky, blocky-looking
1: Spider-Man with
0: the primary color. All right, red Joel, and blue. do you Fair.
2: remember
1: PlayStation <laughs> 2, uh, Spider-Man 2, that's the Spider-Man that you get? Yes. It's Tobey Maguire. Yes. The the second-best
2: Spider-Man game. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Actually, that's that's accurate, isn't it? That yes, was it the, is. Like, yeah. The swinging yeah, it made is. it completely.
0: Yeah. Well, that uh, Spider-Man uh, coming to Avengers, Hawkeye coming to Avengers, I get it. I get it. Of course, you know, people be upset about it because of the PlayStation thing. But, I mean, again, they own that IP. They are running that game. You know, best case scenario, it's a timed exclusive, but I don't think that's the case.
2: People are getting in a tizzy about a game that, for all intents and purposes, sounds like it's going to be pretty mediocre like and, and i i understand the the comic book and in, in marvel fandom is strong and that brings strong feelings with it
1: but uh a, a little perspective yeah on this would be a good start <laughs> i'm honestly really surprised at how upset like everybody when they even had it announced people were like oh this is trash this looks like hot garbage and now they're like oh i guess spider-man's coming to ps4 oh oh this is the worst thing ever i'm not going to buy this game you weren't going to buy this game to begin with (laughs) just just settle down (laughs) that's why i was surprised that alex was going to get the the beta for this weekend like really
0: you're not going to enjoy this i'm also not going to buy the game no but (laughs) you have to pre order it to get the beta access and that's what i want to do
1: he wants the content he's And then they're going to change the game and it's going to be nothing like the beta. They're going to be like, oh, by the way, we changed it. And he'll be like, oh, now I have to play it anyway. Content. I I
2: just, I I don't, I don't get why they went, I mean, I get business-wise why they went for, like, a Destiny-style game with progression systems and stuff. But, like, they could make such a cooler game if they didn't do that (laughs) and if they went for like a a a, just more like a 3d action game of some type i i I don't i don't know what they're doing
1: and nobody does but it's a game and it's coming out so we'll talk about it
0: next week right yes alex will talk about it next week yep next getty are you ready for frog fractions it's there's more of it no it's okay too bad we're gonna play frog fractions no is this the first time Frog Fractions
2: has been for sale?
0: Yes, because it's a flash game, a free flash game. Not anymore. And even on Steam, it's still free. And also, mm. Frog Fractions Two costs money.
2: Okay, all right. I just want to make sure he's being paid for his genius. That's all.
0: So uh, Getty, there is uh, Frog Fractions on Steam that comes with eight dollar hat DLC. Where your frog can wear a hat. You with me so far?
1: Oh, yes, I was with you when we went over this via text earlier in the week. I heard that, I heard from somebody, I won't disclose their name, but if you buy the hat DLC, then it unlocks a JRPG element to the game. It's even more content.
0: Well, it's not even just an RPG element, it's a completely different story, and it goes through different genres, including. Uh, JRPG. But all you have to do is, is go through the story, but wear the hat. No way. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I'm into it. I am very into it, and I will do that. Hartwig calling me out on Twitter, I will one day play Frog Fractions 2. He's calling so you out that? right now, or he? it was earlier in the week, right? No, oh, he did a while
1: ago. Do you want me to call him out yeah. on Twitter right now? Yes, please. Okay. Go for it. Uh, from the Super GG or from my own? Super GG. Yep. He Got needs it. to know
0: it's a unified front. Yep. While you're doing that, Sony had a state of play. The state of play was to focus on games. So I'm kind of going to go over this hit list. It's kind of long. Let's focus on that the best
1: game first. Bug snacks. <laughs> Bug snacks.
0: Bug snacks. We saw gameplay. We saw gameplay. We oh, saw a
1: legit gameplay. Oh, that, this game is insane
0: it it looks like a lot of fun it, and it looks like it's got a kind of a deep mechanic pool of trying to capture these bug snacks using different different diff, like cool traps and lures mm-hmm. and mission structures that has to do with finding the right bug snack for the the character you're trying to help out the NPCs I, I gotta say
2: that there is something really unnerving about how like there, so much of this trailer has like pretty decent production values, right? They've got decent mm-hmm. voice actors and like timing of cutting stuff in and out, but then like they point to that news chief person and the the character model while they're talking just looks like somebody controlling a hand puppet.
1: It's disturbing. Some of the characters <laughs> look like that. They look it's, like it's muppets. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, look. Did you you guys watched it? The traps, the different yep. kinds of uh, stuff that you can do to get the bugs to pop out. It seems yep. pretty deep and kind of complicated in some of the mechanics. So I, I don't know about you, but I'm excited for some silly bug snacks action and just to listen to that song on repeat.
0: <laughs> I did the full karaoke. Because they had a karaoke version. Bug snacks. I'll link it to you later. It's just got the lyrics, and then they took away the vocals. It's really fun. It's really fun. I did that by myself on like a Tuesday afternoon in my in my living room. No shame. No shame. Hashtag no shame. All right. So the state of play games. We went over the most important one. Bug snacks. Uh, Crash four. They had some gameplay footage, and I'm not a big. F- fan of crash bandicoot i've played them all i just don't necessarily have any love for them but i gotta tell you they added a new what they call i think like an inverted mode which takes the levels and re remixes them to just have this whole new form so imagine playing a level that you've played before but all of a sudden now it's black and white and your spin ability paints the world or yeah like now the, the entire level is underwater
2: Yeah, honestly, you named it better than they did in their trailer. (laughs) They should have called it Remix Mode because, like, yes, it is ostensibly the same level, but they add these little quirks or mechanics that add a different layer of strategy to some of it, too. And that seemed a lot more interesting (laughs) to me. It's kind of like the whole, like... uh, uh, Star Road kind of thing with Mario, you know, it's it's sort of like the where the weird and funky stuff really comes out, and that kind of added character is really nice. So like, I'm with you. I don't think I'll be a crash for a buyer at least at full price, but like it, it's it is nice that they're trying to think of like refreshing ways to remix that sort of stale gaming convention. You know?
0: Do you know who did this before that? Which is kind of funny in my head. Hmm. Ukulele. Ukulele. The side scrolling one.
2: Oh, okay. And the the impossible layer. Yeah, I, I haven't played that one yet. I've got it free on the Epidame store, but I haven't played it yet.
0: Yeah. If you play it, the you can replay levels on a different mode that will make them like underwater or ice levels or you know, different things like that. It's not as extreme as this crash mode is mm-hmm. but it does give it that spin that it's like I'm like, Oh, that's kinda crazy that ukulele just kinda did something like this, so yeah, yeah. Next, Hitman 3, which, you know, just a little bit of footage. Look cool, but it's. They're making Hitman 1 and 2, and also, you know, now with 3, available in VR. I can see the appeal. The,
2: this is probably the coolest series that I, I will likely never truly get into. I've, I've given it several chances, and I, I played the introduction levels, and it's like, yeah, this is neat. I, I see why there's the appeal of
0: this. I just, I'm not into it. <laughs> there's just so much, like, uh, there's so much attention to detail, and it's very slow and methodical and plotting how, of course, you can go through and just gun your way through a level, but the the real depth is in plotting the kills, so making it in VR, you're not really running around, and you're not really you know doing all this crazy stuff it's more about the slow methodical movement so vr does make sense it just never came to me in my head as oh this game should be in vr it never it never dawned on me until i saw this trailer and then it all just kind of oh man that's that's kind of genius you you never thought that way or you never felt where i'm at with the hitman vr
1: i don't know i felt like it that was the next or the natural progression of it is that what better way to explore the life of a hitman than to put it in virtual reality a lot of you probably don't see it from this perspective right away alex but you're going to be interacting with different ai and maybe something that you do at uh, a table is going to draw attention away from the security guards or it's going to lead to an instance where somebody else walks up to you and it's going to change the way that you go about it it might not be as apparent because it's not in third person in that way because Mm -hmm. i agree in the third person view you get a lot more look at the room and you can see the different elements but hitman has always been about plotting
0: and planning and trying to find your way to the end goal that's why i'm saying is that i think that and for some reason, it just never dawned on me to do VR, but I think it's really genius that they did. Yeah. But I also have to think, now you can experience first-hand murder. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> literally what it is.
0: <laughs> Which, of course, that's a VR is to a certain extent, but Hitman its the only purpose. It's the only point. Murder.
1: It's the anyway. most direct... Yeah, I agree. It's the most, like... You're going to kill people. In other games, it's like, hey, look, you can be... uh," One of the other games was uh, Vader, right? Like, hey, you can be a Jedi. You're going to kill people. Yeah. But it's not advertising like, yeah, you're going to kill people. (laughs) Like Hitman did.
0: (laughs)
2: Well, and and Hitman looked smooth, and that Star Wars game (laughs) looked bad. So (laughs) it
1: looked looked pretty bad, especially. Yeah, let's move into Vader. I don't know if you even had it it on the list,
2: Alex. It it was really chunky. I did not have the list. Like everything was kind of sluggish and slow. And of all the things that you want to be able to do when you are playing pretend Jedi or Sith, you want everything to be fluid and smooth, even if you're not moving fast. And it, it stumbles on all those fronts like it it is not a good uh, use it's not a good like show uh, uh, showcase for what you want to show VR to be to me like other than just the pure wish fulfillment of being a Jedi.
1: yeah when they did the scene where you're they, he was looking down on all the droids it it looked pixelated to me. It just looked like those were pixels. It didn't look like they were actual droids. I was like, oh God. oh so bad we're we're never going to get the good star wars game (laughs) hey well you mean vr game right because uh fallen order was superb
2: i i heard that be described too many times as souls-like for me to be (laughs) it's not as
1: souls-like but yeah i could i could see why they'd be off-putting for you Mm -hmm. for me yeah
0: there's a there's a reason, guys. I didn't have the Star Wars game on this list.
1: <laughs> okay, it's okay.
0: Braid. I was very confused seeing Braid on here. I was I was watching the state of play and I was looking at the art and I was like, that's a really pretty thing. I don't know what they're doing with it. And then all of a sudden, the Braid character shows up and I go, oh, why is this here? So they bring they're bringing Braid uh, Anniversary Edition. Uh, all new HD graphics because uh, it came out around the time 360 was around. Uh, did either of you play Braid? Are people
2: nostalgic for Braid? Oh, they must be. Well, like that—that that was kind of the confounding I'm, thing to me about it. It's got interesting ideas. Is, but but like this thing is tr- being treated like the 20th anniversary of like The Godfather. Like they're they're coming out with like commentary tracks for the game, but mm-hmm. it's not just like a general commentary. There's like different ones for like the art, the music, the level design, stuff like that. And the the revamping of the art is great. I mean, from a, you know, it looks crisp and beautiful compared to the original, but like the the level of love and detail going into this remaster is mm-hmm. kind of crazy given, you know, I know it sort of is one of the early successful indie examples for gaming. But it is just, it, it seems like a bit much.
0: <laughs> well, did you, I mean, did you guys play it? Yes, I did. I did not. Okay, then Then with Jonathan Blow, he's kind of known to be one of those methodical people that really thinks about every detail and has reasoning behind almost every pixel. So... I think the conversation comes from wanting to pick apart his brain. Obviously, you know, if you saw Indie Game the movie, you know, he talked about it at length, but I think it's about seeing every single puzzle from his point of view and how he kind of designed everything. So, I mean, I I think that's kind of what you're going to get from it is wanting. If you if you're, you know, obviously I think Jonathan Blow the two there's only two games that he's really known for and both seemed like they were kind of in a way, doing things differently, they were doing things that were yet to be done. So it might be it might be a fun listen to pick someone's brain on something that wasn't really, the, you know. It's I, I was it. I played Grim Fandango, and I listened to all the commentary while I was playing, just because that was the the peak and the height around that time of like adventure games. Mm-hmm. And it it that's kind of what you're getting from it is just what. Is someone at the height of their game doing, and what are they doing differently? Sure, but I don't know. I I might play this. I don't. I, I haven't played Braid in a long time. So next, the Pathless, a uh, new IP where uh, you are what looks to be a cell shaded archer moving fluidly through fields and attacking uh, demon beasts. It looked interesting. What did you guys think of the Pathless? Don't forget to pet your hawk. S- it seemed you can empty. pet your hawk. Don't forget to pet like, your hawk. Like
2: it it seemed like a fairly empty open world that is focusing on movement, which I think that part is neat, but uh if it's as empty as it looks throughout most of the game, I'm gonna be kind of muted about the idea of getting it.
1: You know what it reminds me of? Shadow of the Colossus. What? But cell shaded. Yeah.
2: Hmm. But I, I I guess I can see the comparison.
1: Yeah. It looks interesting, but I, not really. Uh, I I felt like some of the graphics do need fine tuning. The one scene where you are petting the hawk to like rub it down, her hand went through the bird. It really bothered
0: me. <laughs> that ain't great. Yeah. Okay. Next, Spelunky Two. Uh, that game looks amazing. <laughs> the amount of things that they've added and changed and altered, and expanded upon. Spelunky always seemed like such a surface-level game with not a lot going on until you dug deeper and then there was a crazy amount of stuff going on. Spelunky 2 just blew the doors off of that and now they're just expanding in every which way with new new mechanics, new expanded worlds, traps, abilities. You name it, this game is going to be massive. Uh, so I'm hyped on Spelunky 2.
1: I'll trust you. <laughs> okay. I I don't have any experience with Spelunky 1, so I it looked good, but I I don't know. Alex is saying it's going to be good, so there's a chance it'll be okay.
0: There we go. Next, Aeon Must Die. Uh I'm probably going to skip this one. Uh there's currently an ongoing story uh about a them not paying their their devs and people going without payment and the entire dev team quit, so even the IP is up in the air on who owns hmm. and must die. They they hired Stabs to,
2: to make the trailer for their game. Did they? That's 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 the short and long of it. Yeah,
0: and ain't, ain't a great look. Moving on, Control DLC. Well, we got Alan Wake. Which yeah, is exciting. Now I didn't play I didn't play the other Control DLC. Did you guys play any of it? I did not. I did not either. I I thought I heard good things about it.
2: It's uh, that is a, that is one where someday I want to go back and actually finish the side stories of and and go through. Like the world is so interesting and it's funny calling it the world because it's just one damn building. But uh, the environment they
1: develop is so well fleshed out that you feel like there's so much mystery to explore. I didn't realize how much I liked the different games by the studio. Like I was always a fan of Max Payne, but then I played control and then I went back and I played Alan Wake and that I I could go back and I could play control again. And I probably will with all the DLC once it's out.
0: Yeah. I think I want to go back and play that DLC as well. Um, I also, I heard half decent things about quantum break. I so. don't
1: know. It's probably on steam at this point. Yeah. So maybe I'll, i'll do that yes but i don't i don't know that it was ever on my radar
0: yeah it's it's more it's more about again the shooting and the gameplay is okay the and i remember it even being like having a lot of lag to it but the story there was like a tv show just like how there was a tv show in uh control that was an ongoing narrative that you could listen to and watch on the side and so they've been doing that stuff for a long time
1: do you think forty dollars is a good price for Quantum Break?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know either. But all right, Getty Auto Chess coming to PS Four.
1: Pass. Boom. Wait till we when they announce it's free. Battle Chess. Yeah, Battle Chess. I don't know what Auto Chess is.
0: What's Battle Chess? <laughs>
1: oh
2: it's literally chess except when you move the characters to take another person's piece they turn into actual like living beings and then they destroy each other that's literally all it is i played it on my parents (laughs) immediate computer all the time yeah we've gone over this before oh this
1: this is very
2: this is very important and relevant historical gaming
1: (laughs) moments it's because every time alex says auto chess i'd be like oh i like battle chess and then joel would be like yeah that's the shit. And then Alex <laughs> forgets about it. So that the next time
0: we bring up battle chess, <laughs> cause auto chess is the shit. Screw you guys. The pedestrian it, you are a, the person, the stick figure in a sign uh, for a construction sign. And you go from sign to sign uh, as a side scrolling puzzle game. That look cool. Hood. A Robin Hood, Ask, Assassin's Creed-looking game. I almost called it Ask Creed. That's what we call it in our friend group. Mm-hmm. Hood looked a lot like Assassin's Creed. It looked a lot
1: like Remnant to me. It looked like you're going to have a okay. crew of other Hoods, and you guys are just going to go around killing people and collecting loot. So,
0: do you think you'll be on board for that? Uh, as long as we can convince somebody else to play, yeah, sure. Okay, then I will be on board with you as well lastly temtem coming to ps5 ps5 world premiere we'll see if the servers are still on fire <laughs> they might be um, on
1: fire at that point
0: yeah i think they've gotten better that was a ton of news i would say it sure was a splash okay okay all right let's be right back and get into the backlog blog. <laughs> Back, back with the backlog blog where we play games we recorded a few weeks ago, but I cut us off. That wasn't on purpose. Getty, you yeah. played Super Hot. Did you love Super Hot? Did <laughs> Can we just keep it like the way the? Ga- yeah, did you I just, love I just, the way that the game messed with you outside of the game and took control of your computer. I just like want to gr- keep a ble- it a like brief second?
1: nice and concise here because I even heard that in the mind control delete it makes you Mm -hmm. it actually like forces you to sign off and like close the
0: game for 12 hours or something (laughs) they shortened it to six hours i think because it was originally like 48 hours and people were pissed. okay oh good
1: (laughs) so even in super hot like okay so super hot what is it it's a first person shooter it's as alex would say the most uh spectacular innovative innovative, dynamic shooter of our generation nothing is going to beat it not even uh, doom eternal i
2: thought you were going to say not even doom music and i was like (laughs) throwback to earlier internet years yeah uh so yeah yeah
1: the the real catchy part about the game is that as uh time is not exactly at a, a standstill but it is at a crawl and as you take action time will speed up so if you decide you're going to go at a full run everything around you in the environment will go full speed if you stand in place then it'll it'll tick by and it gives you opportunities to do all the cool action hero stuff like your john wick uh, without having to mm-hmm. think as fast as you know other games will make you play so i i guess because I, I haven't played Doom recently, but I remember it being like a super, the newest ones, super fast. And in this yeah. one, it's the exact opposite. It's, it's more slow, but you really have to consider your movements because one one hit and you're down. But man, at the end of each stage, it does this really cool playback where you feel like an action hero. And that's, that's where the game really makes it. Being able to, you know, punch a guy, his gun flies into the air, grab it, turn, shoot another guy, um, dive, pick up a shotgun, and then... But in reality, as you're playing it, there's seconds, there's a good span of time between each one of those actions. Oh, yeah. So...
2: Yeah. I, I I almost wish that there were some, like level editor tools or stuff like that where people could choreograph a scene and be able to like share it on youtube or or online somewhere easily just as i could see a lot of really slick stuff being produced that way
1: yeah you could do like callbacks to some of the better action scenes in movies i just use john wick as an example because that's how i felt at certain points playing it like you run up hit a guy and then jump over to the other side of the room, pick up a katana, and then throw it through two guys. (laughs) It sounds outlandish, and it's so satisfying. But I do look forward to eventually making it around to mind control delete, now that I've been able to chalk up some super hot action in the backlog.
0: There is a... In the back end, there's a level editor, so you can kind of make your own, but you, you have to do some custom stuff to the game. But otherwise, uh, super hot is the shiz. it did you like where it controlled your computer and, and turned off the game on you? I don't
1: I don't recall it turning off the game. It made me turn off the game. It was like, hey, you need to turn this off right now. And I was <laughs> like, but I want to play the next stage. And it's like, no, you got to go. Like, I don't want to see you here again. And I was like, I actually turned off the game for a couple hours after that. I was like, I know that I'm not done, but I also know that I should take a break. And uh, uh, what what system, It was it the Wii that used to make you do that? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. after you played Wii Sports for, like, yeah. 15 minutes. Why don't you take a break? It's like, hey, your eyes have been uh, focused on the TV. Like, it's time for a break. Like, no, I don't want to take a break, Wii don't make me do stuff stupid woman. yeah nintendo trying to keep us healthy Pfft. do you guys remember we have a i do not
2: oh no. okay so there's this website when the Wii came out called we have a and it was literally just photos of people who had smashed their tvs because they didn't put the strap on uh, okay
1: and oh. it just flew out of their hands and like threw their television you notice, like, in those pictures, like, looking back, it always seemed like it was either younger people or older people. Like, there was a mm-hmm. certain age group of people that were like, yeah, I know how this works. Like, if I don't have a good grip on this, and then you get, like, the, like, 50-year-old mom of three uh, has her kids over, and she's just whipping the mode at the TV. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> people our age knew better. We knew better. Yeah. I imagine that we okay, did. Okay, so
0: so that so that was super hot. Now the other one, the game I've been playing is Yoku's Island Express. You said Yoshi, yeah, it was right? It's a real short game, so I went No, Yoku's. You said Yoshi Island Adventure. Nope. What did you say? Yoku's Island Express. Yoshi Island Adventure. You Go. are you, you are a beetle pushing around a little rock and on this island, you've been named to be the next uh, postal service representative, the postman or postwoman. I don't know what is Yoku. He's a beetle, so I don't think he has a gender. But you went to mail service, like you're you're a mailman. You get to the island, and the the mailman goes, "Shit's going crazy. I gotta go. You're the mailman. I'm glad you're my replacement." And then leaves. Yeah, so that's not you push around this rock. You push around this rock through the island and the way the game plays is there are strategic pinball bumpers and you are hitting the rock through different tracks doing little mini pinball levels to get to the next part of the island to solve a problem you'll run an npc and you'll say hey i want this mushroom and it will point to you where it's at on the map it's a pretty sizable map i'm playing ori and the will of the wisp The map kind of reminds me of that, where it's kind of a bigger map with lots of paths to explore and hidden things to find. But you get there by going through tubes in the island with pinball bumpers.
1: So... So
0: I kind of played this, uh, you know, just like I wanted something that's kind of relaxing before bed. And this has a nice island theme, little happy-go-lucky positive music, and I'm just hitting pinball bumpers and moving this rock around the island solving these villagers problems uh joel i brought this to your house what did you think of it yeah it's pleasant and
2: everything up to the point that i played was pretty low stakes uh nothing that was too time sensitive i think just the nature of it being kind of a pinball hybrid platformer thing makes it to where it'd be tough to have it be too precise for like speed sake because Mm. my experience was that for the most part it felt great and it was just this fun simple thing but you would get to points where you would get to a zone where you had to collect stuff with the pinball shots, but then you'd have to dit the way out the way you came in, and the pinball shot you had to take, the angle you had to shoot, was so specific that it was like I would sit there for three or four minutes just taking shot after shot after shot trying to get the right angle. Uh, to get out of an area, and th- there were a few spots like that that were a little annoying. But uh, besides that, so far, like it was, it was really pleasant. That is something that I think I'd be interested in picking up sometime. That sounds seems like the perfect like handheld playing on the couch while the TV's on kind of game.
0: Yeah, and that at that point, I did uh, I understood why you would get frustrated because at a at a certain point, you just want to move your character using the analog stick. Not pinball, but <laughs> that's kind of the theme the game's going for. Funny enough, the the game's story takes a turn when the old god that lives on the island has gotten uh, attacked and receives the god killer scar, and you have to help get all the chieftains on the island together so they can figure out what to do with this old one. Like a Cthulhu monster who's been put to sleep. Man, what kind of trouble did Yoshi That's get himself pl- into this time? <laughs> That's the plot. So I thought that was kind of, like I I got Joel to that part in the game and he goes, What happened here? Why is yep. this why is this a thing? It yeah. it really so, is just
2: out it's out of left field entirely. Like it, it just it comes <laughs> out of nowhere. You're playing this game and it feels just like this most pleasant mellow thing and you're thinking like oh I, you know I guess I don't really need a story as long as it's pleasant and enjoyable and then suddenly the old god appears and the end of the world is coming
0: <laughs> and he's got this god killer scar and it's like what what happened <laughs> I, I, what, what, what? I'm, I'm interested to find out what happened like, later I, I want to get like there's going to be a twist or something and I, I want to know what's going on but uh, maybe it's a JRPG twist and you end up killing god I don't know Ugh i don't know but nice i digress i'm going to continue with yoku's island express now that we have talked about super hot i have to hit delete and now we'll have more content for another week right getty please don't delete the last 10 minutes of this recording i
1: think daddy is revenge you You should just talk about super hot again next week i could i could play mind control delete if i find some time this weekend i
0: don't know how that'll go i got seems like i'm already booked up i'm calling that we got to do ftl at some point yeah that was the the video game homework i already played it okay that's not fair you got a head start
1: i didn't get a head start (laughs) he said we (laughs) have to play it four weeks i downloaded it that night on game pass and then i played it two days later uh, did you beat it saturday No, I didn't beat beat it. it I barely played played like two hours of it. It's it's like Mm -hmm. nothing. I'm pretty sure none of this ever happened. Really? You could be right. Let's play FTL for next
0: week. For next week? Next week. But don't you have like eight betas for us to play next week? Uh, I think that I have one for you guys to do and the other. No, I know. Uh, We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Either next week or the week after. (laughs) Five? we we'll look into it. Uh, let's go into one last thing. One last thing where we give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend and you, the listener, into the weekday. For me, sorry, guys. Sorry about all the betas. I swear one day we will run out. Next week we get four, five, four, five. We might run out. We'll see. Joel? Joel?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hello. I will redo mine. Are you are you there, Joel? What's your one last thing? <laughs> Is that what was being asked? I think so. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know,
2: this has been hashtag fun time, but now it's hashtag bedtime.
1: Oh, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I can't follow that.
0: <laughs> Getty, what's your one last thing?
1: Uh, I still have carrion. I played three minutes of it maybe five and i will hopefully play some more this next weekend but we'll see we'll see if i can get away with playing it during d d
0: And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio before we go you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and Twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio where we have all of our streaming shows going on uh, Mondays Mellow Mondays 2D Tuesdays I don't know about the other days <laughs> nice I can't remember we have a lot of streams I think we only have Thursday open and Sunday no Thursday and Thursday is the only day that's open right now Really? Every other day, you got nighttime streams by all of us at the crew with Super GG Radio. Not this guy at the moment. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com. Provide a review on iTunes or the Frog Fraction Steam page of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG Joel. Good game. GG Getty. GG. Good night, everybody.